look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're here with Dave and Faisal on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. Um, how about, you know, we talk about choosing your, uh, <laughs> about, about childhood. We talk, you know, we think about, in fact, I love talking to my girls about childhood because they don't, they don't feel they're in control of it, right? Well, how about choosing your own adulthood? You ever thought about that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know you haven't, <laughs> but I know somebody who has. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's a licensed family therapist and what he's also the author. Mean? What does that well, mean? We're, we're, we're okay. going to find out. Okay. 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 Choose your own adulthood. I'm, I'm interested. I think I know where we're going to go with this conversation, <laughs> but we'll find out. Hal Runkle's joining us. He's a licensed family therapist and author of Choose Your Own Adulthood. Hal, thanks for taking some time with us today. Hey, thanks, man. I, I, uh, I'm, uh, love to be on with you guys. All right, so let, let's talk about this choosing your old adulthood because I, I want to know what that term means to you, and then I'm going to laugh a lot at Faisal, okay. I think. <laughs> it, it actually came out of some letters that I started writing to my daughter mm-hmm. when she was about 16, and I realized, look, she is going to be outside of our presence very soon and sooner than I can even realize, and I need to think about what do I want her to think about when she's not with us as she's launching out onto her own. And the main thing I want her to think about is decision-making. It's what makes your day, but it's also what makes your life. So we started writing these letters and we eventually turned it into a book and I gave it to her when we dropped her off at university uh, a couple of years ago. And, and, And the book was then, um, uh, uh, was it different than the letters, or was it just all the letters put together, or what was the uh, yeah? What was put, the format? We put all the letters together, but, and also it was a very personalized thing. So there's yeah. a lot of like inside jokes about family members and stuff like that that other other people wouldn't get, and I didn't want my other family members to get either. So <laughs> we uh, changed it a bit and turned it into a book, and she ended up actually writing the foreword to the book, which I was very honored by. And, uh, it came out just a couple of weeks ago as as a book, and it's available bookstores everywhere now on Amazon. That's fantastic. Wow. So, so l- let's talk about this whole millennial issue then, okay? So we've got we this. Go. We've got the young population here. Um, they they seem to be very different <laughs> from. Uh, I suspect our vintage is close to the same. But um, tell me a little yeah. bit about let's let's explore this millennial issue. They're living at home. Whose fault is sure. that? Is there fault to be to be blamed or to be placed there? Yes. And you know what? It, every generation says, ah, oh, these kids today, they don't know how yeah. good they've got it, whatever. But there are some bits of data that uh, are interesting, like the 20-somethings living at home. And in the U.S., it's the highest percentage in modern history, 36%. Right. And it's we can start, talk about the economy, but the reality was that trend was upticking in the booming 90s and even in the booming 2000s about before 2008 right so it's not totally just economics it there's a number of factors but one of the biggest is parents the parenting has changed over the last half century or so dramatically since world war ii and how has it changed it's this well the biggest thing is we started this idea that what we're doing is raising kids you think about it it's actually a ridiculous phrase 
Well, that's a good point. You know what? I, I, I'm, in, I'm in Kansas right now doing some talks at a military base, and I'm surrounded by all these, these wheat fields. Well, these are wheat farmers. These are not kernel, you know, farmers. Yeah. They're wheat farmers. A tree farmer's not a sapling farmer. He's a tree farmer. So why do we say we're raising kids? I already have kids. Right. So what am I raising? So we, here's the problem. We can't raise kids, raise kids, and then complain that's all we end up with are kids. Hmm. It's a mentality that says we need to keep our kids safe for as long as possible. And it actually began right after World War II. I mean, think about it. World War II, we lose in, this, in the U.S., we lose 500,000 young men yep. gotcha. in five years. So we've got to replace that generation, which we did with the biggest generation in history, the baby boomers. And we want to keep them safe because now we realize how fragile it is. And every decade has brought this new kind of parental anxiety. Like the 80s brought, 70s and 80s brought stranger danger, right? Yeah. And I, you remember the Tylenol crisis yeah. with the yeah. cyanide and the Tylenol, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, now it's what's in your medicine cabinet can kill your child. So it, but then you, of course, add 24-hour news cycle in the 90s and then social media, right? It's We know every possible thing that could happen to our kids. And so I don't know if this is happening where you guys are in Alberta, but I see it all over the U.S. with these stick figure families on the backs of the minivan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you guys yeah. seen those? Oh, crazy. Yeah. We, it's amazing. It's like broadcasting. This is what our family constellation kind of looks like. But you notice all the kids are always young. You never see, you know, a teenager that's taller than the mom stick yeah. figure on there, yeah. you know, looking at a cell phone. It's always young, and it's like <laughs> I'm going to put them at these relative heights, and they're going to stay that way forever. I like that framework. You're not, I, I like that raise adults, not uh, not ch- children. I, I, that's interesting. Let's talk about um, some tips then. What's the number one thing that parents can do to help their young children succeed? Choices with time limits and consequences. That is the real world. All day, every day, you and I face choices, small, tiny choices, with time limits and consequences. And that is the world we are preparing our kids for. And it can start earlier than you think. It's a start with a two-year-old. Don't say, you're going to wear this. Say, you can wear this or this. Well, I want that. No, that's not an option, but you can choose between these. And they might pick a, you know, three-year-old might pick a mismatched, you know, patterns and colors, but they have this look of pride. So increase that. You don't give them unlimited choices. You give them very finite choices, but teach them this is the way the world works. And you know what? I can't, pro- I can't prohibit you from making decisions, hoping that someday you're going to become a good decision maker. Yeah. So let's fast forward now. Some of these uh, millennials or individuals, even, even in our age category, Dave, we have we've find people that have not so great decision-making <laughs> criteria. Right. They, all right. So it's not only millennials. Let's not just uh, fixate on them. Um, nope. How do, you, how do you deal with or how do you parent an adult child? And a, you know, how, do you, how do you help them make better decisions? Because it's the first thing that most, most people in my clientele base would say, well, these, these kids keep on coming back. Well, they're, it's two people's problems there. It's one person saying, yes, you can come back, and the other one saying, I want to come back. Yep. But, but how do you parent this child to considering what they've already been uh, ingrained or, or been taught or sure. have acquired, right? And, the, and that's a great thing. You, you pointed it out beautifully. We co-participated in this decision to bring you back home or to not launch you, prepare you well. That, that was both of us working hard to create this situation that now neither one of us love. <laughs> yeah. So start with that humility. 
say, you know what, we both got here. Now let's deal with the reality. The reality is you're living here. But it's one thing to live with your parents. It's another thing to live off your parents. Right. <laughs> and multiple generations can live and have lived together. Great. But it only works if they're all contributing at some level to the existence, the coexistence of everybody. And so that's the biggest thing is, all right, well, let's create a runway for you to launch. And depending on whatever the situation is, that might be a longer runway for some than others. It might be, you know what, let's do six months and let's increase percentage-wise of what your rent is so that it's not just this big leap or let's make it a year. What is this game plan where you can both work together? But here's what I'm going to do. I'm not sure if you are going to do your part, but I absolutely am going to do my part. And here's what that part is. Yeah. And I will do this, and I will not do that. So it doesn't matter if you're a three-year-old or a 30-year-old. Let me just get it right. Choices with time limits and consequences. Absolutely. Fair? That is all day. So <laughs> that's what the book is really about. I love it. Now, let's just say uh, the book is called Choose Your Own Adulthood. You can get it at Amazon or bookstores uh, around the country? Absolutely. Terrific. We've and been joined by... To our, our Sorry, oh. you can go to our website. It's called ScreamFree.com, like no yelling. <laughs> Sounds good, Hal. Thanks. Hal Runkle uh, has joined us today. He's a licensed family therapist and the author of Choose Your Own Adulthood. Um, we've got a seminar coming up here, my friend. What was, the, what was the lines that you wrote down there? Choices with time limits and consequences. Doesn't that sound like when you're transitioning to retirement or living in retirement, those choices that you make early in regards to your portfolio, how you're going to draw income will impact yeah. your retirement in the future? Let's discuss that on Tuesday, May 16th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. We're going to show you how you can bulletproof your retirement, how you can securitize your income and profit and protect in these types of markets. Again, on Tuesday, May 16th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats. So give us a call at 966-8400, 966-8400, or go to our website to register at morethemoneyradio.com. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.